Hello and welcome to another episode of Sexual Confidence on Tap with Shannon Etheridge and friends. And here is my friend Michelle Woods sitting right <laughs> next to me in the basement of her home oh, no. where I am visiting. <laughs> I had to turn my head so she could get that first part out because we're just, we keep laughing. <laughs> Why are we, we haven't done a pod, people, we've never done a podcast in the same room. Shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. We're breaking the six foot social. We thing. are definitely not following guidelines. Yeah. Let's just pray for a head to protection around us. <laughs> as we're sitting side by side. Have like you had these twins. Rona symptoms? No. None. I've had several. So. Really? No. It's all in your head? No, I'm just kidding. Are you just trying to freak me out? Yeah. All right. So let me freak you out. Let me um, tell you what I've decided it's time to have a conversation oh, about. Oh, jeez. <laughs> You always scare me with your <laughs> topics. Um, well, we have been alluding all season long to the need for a conversation around the question, is your husband illiterate? And I think it's time. Tumbleweeds, crickets. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Well, the first time you told me we were going to talk about this, I snorted and I think I peed on myself a little. <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> you need to do that right now. No, I'm good. I'm good to go. So you've had time to kind of yes bring yourself back down to have, earth yeah. about the whole concept. I have, but yeah. I do feel like a little fifth grader when you start talking about this. <laughs> embarrassing. I know. <laughs> yeah. You're going to use like official words and I'm just sometimes not always inappropriate gestures and not always. I, I am realizing though, two things. Number one, I realized that we may be asking the wrong question. Uh, instead of asking, is your husband illiterate? It may not be an issue of a husband's illiteracy. It may be that there is an illiteracy issue in the marriage because I think there are a lot of women out there who aren't comfortable with their oh, own clitoris. Yes. Therefore, it's a problem as a whole, not just <laughs> the husband. W H O L E. Yeah. I mean, if she's oh, not comfortable man. with herself, with it's her really whole... hard to be comfortable yes. with the whole process of cunnilingus, that, that word that Brian was confused by back on our Valentine's Day yeah, special. Yeah, because people don't call it that. <laughs> Come on. If you're a professional, you do. Well, but <laughs> we are not both professionals, so I don't even know what to call it, but not that. So the other thing that comes to my mind is, um, do you feel like we're doing an SNL skit right no, now? No, I literally feel like we are the delicious dish women. <laughs> I don't even know their names. Um, I don't, I don't, I just remember it was Molly Shannon and I don't know, Gastar. Is that who it is? I think. Yeah. I just remember them talking about sweaty balls. Oh with yeah. Alec Baldwin. And dusty muffins. With Betty White. With Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're going to dive that right into us. this naughty little conversation. But the reality is, is there shouldn't be anything naughty about it. Right. Because did you know that cunnilingus? is actually, or oral sex is actually mentioned specifically in scripture. Where? Song of Solomon oh, that's says, it's kind of the dirty chapter. It is the dirty yeah, chapter. We like it. It's not we dirty. Like it. It's the clean chapter. It's beautiful. It's the, yes. Yeah, it's you the, know what I mean though. Yeah. It's the uninhibited romp in the garden chapter. <laughs> the biblical scholars agree that the garden alludes to genitals. And she says, 
Uh, I delight to sit in my lover's shade. His fruit mm-hmm. is sweet to my taste. So that's in reference to fellatio or blowjobs. Okay. And come and blow on my garden that its fragrance may spread abroad. Wow. That is an allusion to cunnilingus. So this oral sex thing is no it's, new it, thing. It's not a shocker to God. <laughs> God does not feel like a, a, a naughty fifth grader having this conversation. He put, <laughs> like it, me. He put it in the Bible. All right. So well, let's, I'll put my big girl pants on and we can, <laughs> we can talk about this. I can okay. do hard things. There you go. Okay. Literally. No pun intended. No, yeah. not at all. Never. Okay. So <laughs> first I feel like we need to kind of um, explain to people where the clitoris is because there may be some listeners who are expecting, like, I can't tell you how many clients I've had over the past 20 years who honestly think that they should be having an orgasm through penetration, through intercourse. Their whole. Exactly. Um, and a certain percentage of women can do that, mm-hmm. but I want to say that it's something like less than 30%. Yeah. Yep. That the majority of women experience orgasm through clitoral stimulation because that is where most of the nerve endings are. Um, (laughs) You're looking a little little excited to be having the conversation about nerve endings. She's got me over here straddling a desk (laughs) and she starts talking about TMI. (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. Too much information. Sorry. Um, so yeah, the, basically the clitoris can be found by tracing your finger directly beneath your belly button all the way down to just where the folds of skin split and create the vaginal slit, for lack of a better word. The very first really sensitive spot that you're going to come to. You can't miss it, kids. Is, <laughs> is the clitoris. It's, it's up high. Uh, although some women's are rather elongated, Mm -hmm. uh, but in general, it's before you get to the, the urethra where Mm -hmm. her pee comes out, it's before you get to the hole where the penis goes in or the baby comes out. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's that collection of nerves that's about the size of an eraser on a pencil Mm -hmm. and it needs to be stimulated in order for her to receive any pleasure from it. If a guy is just trying to poke around on it and like expecting to get some sort of magical response, Mm -hmm. he's got another thing coming uh, and not in a good way. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He needs to help her get relaxed such that touch there feels good. And that is going to require her brain getting in the game. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, uh, with that, in mind of the clitoris is basically at the very top of the vaginal opening um, and that it needs to um, be relaxed and engorged and made to feel a little bit squishy. Mm -hmm. Um, And the earlier you can do that in the process, I think the smoother cunnilingus goes. Would you agree? Oh yeah. That some women just explore, like just be willing to explore and, um, can I ask my mom to turn this episode off? Okay. That's the <laughs> yes. last immature thing I'll say. Jerry, stop the, stop the podcast right now. Click on next episode immediately. <laughs> now go. Okay. What are you going to say? Yeah. No, what was I going to say? Oh, I, was, I thought you were saying that there's, you're going to like drop a bomb on it. Oh, no. To hear. This is the bomb. Oh. Is stop it. it. It is the bomb. Yeah, no, literally. Yeah. No, it it is. is the bomb. The reason that I say that it's important 
to help her get a little bit aroused is because a lot of women say that they're too sensitive right there mm-hmm. for him to put his mouth or tongue. Really? And I think the reason that she's too sensitive is because she hasn't allowed herself to get mm-hmm. engorged. Yeah. You need to get engorged before you get engaged with this particular activity. Um, Or you just need to relax into it. And that's so hard for some people. Yeah. But you got to let yourself go there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're going to talk about three do's and three don'ts when it comes to um, oral sex. And we're also going to give the husband's five tips and the ladies five tips on how to make clitoracy a thing in your marriage. (laughs) Not one-sided. We don't want any ill-clitorate couples out there. So please be clitorate people. Come on, (laughs) jump on with us. Um, So number one, gentlemen, uh, well, you had mentioned this when we were talking upstairs at dinner about Mm -hmm. how there's a mental hurdle that women have to overcome. Yes. So absolutely. Well, yeah, I was just saying that uh, it really starts I think anything sexual, you know, uh, feeling the confidence and just the vulnerability and it all starts between your ears. So we were talking about how for a woman to be so vulnerable and spread her legs and let her husband put his face in between her legs. <laughs> I mean, sometimes <laughs> with his uh, eyeballs, with his yes. nose, with his mouth, all with his you can think about yeah. is, all right, does this fat roll look huge or does my stomach look flat tonight? Or did I shave in all the crevices or did I bathe good enough? And do I smell good? Do I taste good? Like, what do my boobs look like? Are they between my armpits you know what does he see um from his angle oh my gosh yeah so many things so if you are focused on that there's absolutely no way to fully enjoy what he's trying to do to you well so that's my number one tip to husbands is that Mm -hmm. as he is approaching Mm -hmm. and is beholding her nether regions he really needs to be complimentary he needs to tell her how beautiful mm-hmm. she is to him right. and how lovely it looks and mm-hmm. how wonderful it tastes. And so like, she, she needs to know that he doesn't feel forced to mm-hmm. be there. Right. And she needs to know that he doesn't feel grossed out mm-hmm. to be there. Yeah. She needs to know that he really wants yeah. to be there. I would say that eagerness is the number one key to success turn on. with this activity. Turn on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. So uh, tell her she's beautiful. Number two, I really think that husbands need to read her body language. When I had a conversation with Charlie earlier about what advice do you have for the husbands? Mm -hmm. He was saying how don't ever assume that she likes the same thing every time Mm -hmm. because it's different. Yeah. It can be different every time. Um, Just like a woman's nipples can be extremely sensitive at certain Mm -hmm. times of the month and not so much so at other times of the month. Um, he thinks that there's something to that with the clitoris because Mm -hmm. sometimes I like intensity and other times I need a really soft touch and that her body language gives that away. If she keeps scooching higher up on the bed to put some distance between your face and her vagina, (laughs) she's she's basically (laughs) saying that's too hard, but if she's putting her palm on the back of your head and 
pushing yes. you down harder yeah. or even just grinding her hips mm -hmm. to get closer to your face. I think that that's a pretty good indicator that she wants more intensity. Right. Well, and also don't assume you had said, don't assume that every time that a woman wants it the same, uh, speed and pressure, whatever. Uh, and don't assume that every woman is the same, that they like the same thing. You know how some people, if you've had partners before, mm -hmm. you might assume that the, this, this person likes the same as they all do. So right. that's right. something I thought about too. We need to do another episode sometime on uh, avoiding comparisons in, mm. in the bedroom yeah. when you have had former partners, because yeah, that can be an issue. Yeah. Um, so one of the little tricks that I also, in conversation with Charlie, I told him I, I'm going to have to throw this into the episode. <laughs> what? When, when he when he purses his lips and makes like a circle with his lips and puts those lips directly over my clitoris and just kind of uses his tongue to lift the clitoris up oh, just a little bit at like six o'clock position, <laughs> like, you know, just gently nudging it up to the noon position. Uh, or I've heard that the one o'clock position is actually kind of the magical thing. What? I'm going to be thinking of the <laughs> clock the face of a clock next time one o'clock six o'clock where's it going but just that gentle little sucking motion oh yeah can really drive me absolutely crazy and uh there's actually a marital aid and we need to do a, an episode on marital aids at some point too there's actually a marital aid that mimics that exact motion it's called the womanizer Oh, so for, for those of you that are questioning what a, a marital aid is, it's a sex toy. There you go. It's a vibrator. Quit being so fancy with so, your words. Come on. Yes. All right. I'll wash my mouth out with. Speak to the normal people. Alcohol yeah. or Purell. Or, yeah. I'll get down and dirty with yes. that. Um, yeah, I, 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 I try to use common everyday terms, but I, I, I think that there's that anxiety so of offending the audience, but this shouldn't be offensive people. God gave us these body parts. Yes. God yes. gave the man his tongue and his lips and God <laughs> gave the woman her clitoris. And I'm so glad that we got yeah. a vagina <laughs> rather than a penis. Because did you know that the penis only has 4,000 nerve endings, but the clitoris has 8,000 nerve endings? Oh. Thank God you, God. What he was doing, right? <laughs> exactly. So this should be oral sex for a woman to receive oral sex mm -hmm. should be the most pleasurable mm -hmm. act within the entire sexual repertoire. Now, some people may beg to differ on that. Right. That's my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. It's the opinion of most of the women that I have have coached through the years. Yeah. Would you agree with that assessment based on your conversations with friends? Yes. Yeah. I'll just leave it there. <laughs> of course. Well, and I've actually had clients who told me that they left marriages or ended mm. relationships because that dynamic was so lacking wow. and that she just was not willing to settle yeah. for that when this is kind of, this is the pinnacle of her pleasure mm -hmm. for her to receive oral sex. So go for the O guys, like make an O <laughs> with your lips and lower it down on her clitoris and, and just experiment with different tongue tricks, you know, mm -hmm. and, and just ask her to give you feedback. She, you should be able to tell by her body language and her moans, what feels good, but also let her know to give you feedback, even if it's negative right. of not that you're not quite right or mm -hmm. not, not so hard Constructive or criticism. exactly, yep. exactly. And then the last suggestion that I have for husbands uh, that you should do is, in my opinion, 
offering her oral sex is not just like birthday and anniversary things. Mm. I mm. think there needs to be reciprocity mm-hmm. by at least offering it to her. She may not take you up on it every single time right. because there are certain reasons why women feel as if they don't want to be stimulated. If they're concerned right. about a urinary tract infection, cause something's not feeling quite right down yeah. there. Or if they're just really, really tired and don't feel mm-hmm. like they have the mental energy to, to have an orgasm. But I think that husbands need to at least offer. offer. Right. Yes. Yeah. You agree? Well, yeah. I mean, um, like you said, you're not, and don't take it personal if, if they say no, Mm -hmm. but yeah, if you keep saying no, then he's just going to quit. So, and then you just screwed yourself. Not in a good (laughs) way. (laughs) Say yes, please. (laughs) Yeah. And so here's the, here's three don'ts that I suggest Mm -hmm. before we move on to the the tips for preparation and for enjoyment. Um, do you remember that movie where Steve Martin says he's performing oral sex on his partner and he's like, are you through yet? <laughs> no. Cause I don't watch dirty. Movies, of like course do. not. No, yeah. I don't. We were just having the conversation about what you can watch on Netflix. Um, yeah. Don't put any pressure on her. Like, come you- on. Are you finished? <laughs> how much longer? Women are incredibly oh gosh, sensitive yeah. to how long it takes them. But here's the reality. For men, it can actually be as little as three to four minutes. But Dr. John right. Gray that wrote men are from, what is it? Men are from Mars and women Venus, are from Venus or back, yeah. you know, other way around or whatever. He says that whatever amount of time it takes a man, you need to put an O behind that number oh to come up with gosh. how long it takes her to have the big O because it usually takes women 10 times longer than men. But maybe that's why men don't offer. If they feel like they have to go down there for 40 minutes. But here's the thing though. Well, that that's one of the the things that I wrote down on mental cramp. preparation is that you need to plan on at least 40 minutes because some women do take that long, 40, 45. And if there needs to be some breaks in there, Mm -hmm. you know, just do other things, you know, maybe go to her nipples or hold her and kiss her really deeply or, you know, like you can give your body rest and breaks as needed. But the reality is, is if she feels pressure that she's supposed to come as fast as he does, Mm -hmm. it's never going to happen. We're not going to get anywhere. Women are not wired to come in three to four minutes unless they're using the womanizer. <laughs> which is actually possible. What a horrible name for a sex I know. Toy, by the I, way. I really have an issue with the name. They should not have named it that. But I love <laughs> You have a love hate relationship. I, I, yeah. I don't hate it at all. Oh, oh that's right. Love you love it. I've just recommended it to so many clients who who completely agree that whoever the engineer was that designed that thing <laughs> needs to was be Was it a woman? You think that would be my guess. Yeah, that would that would probably be my guess. <laughs> So, um, yeah. So number two that I want to recommend is do not go at her clitoris like a dog with a bone. (laughs) I love your description. (laughs) The guy who thinks that his job is like to just, and just like (laughs) Like motorboat her. Yeah. Like down there. Not sexy. Yeah. And, and it often doesn't. It's feel not hot, guys. Good. Mm-mm. It's too much. 
Like some imagine, women may like that. Well, I think that when you get really, really engorged, yeah, there might be a moment where you can handle that. Yeah. But if he's going to start out with that, he's going to shut her yeah, down fast. Maybe that means, yeah, that can be your closing act. Imagine but, having twice the number of nerve endings. Yeah. Imagine having twice the number of nerve endings in your penis and imagine how much more sensitive it would be. You need to realize that her clitoris is twice as sensitive as your right. penis. So, uh, she needs a soft touch to help her get there. So just gentle. Yes. Caress. Loving. Yeah. Again, it goes back to read her body language. Yeah. You know, be willing. She may be a freak. She may like a little motorboat action from the get go. Maybe. Maybe. We, hey, we're talking to all types of people. <laughs> That's true. You never know. This goes back to how important it is to have open lines of communication <laughs> about what you want. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so the number three don't is don't rob her of the afterglow. The whole notion of you're going to stay down there and lick her clitoris until she actually has an orgasm and then she does. The worst thing you can do at that point is to jump up and go start doing something else. Well, usually, I mean, isn't the guy usually pretty turned on where like you can make love after that? I mean, that's what I think. It, well, it's according to what order it went in. Oh yeah. There are true. some times where he came first. That's true. And then it was her turn. And then he just pops up because he's done. But, um, so if this is last, don't just turn, get on Facebook this and this, turn the TV on. Well, the same way that a man orgasms and then kind of rolls over and just kind of wants to take a nap just, because uh, he's just so relaxed. Yeah. A woman is that relaxed, mm -hmm. but her need is not to fall asleep. Her need is to bask mm -hmm. in the presence of her lover. Her need is to be skin to skin and continue yep. to feel that oxytocin oh, flowing yeah. and just really relax into that. Yeah. So there's something very significant about the afterglow mm -hmm. after no, oral right. sex. Yeah. So, but I do agree with the guy who wrote the book called She Comes First that it's a much better order for him to go down on her first right. and get her all revved up mm -hmm. and then Which gives him have penetration or, him up. or let yeah. her return the favor mm -hmm. before intercourse or before sex before uh, i'm trying to be more <laughs> i'm trying to be less before doing it <laughs> less clinical and more <laughs> more gutter you're, you're really evolving nicely i'm trying, I'm I'm trying. okay so um let's give the guys five tips to help them uh, ease into this okay. like a champ. And then let's give the ladies five pointers as well. Well, I'm looking at your notes over there. Yeah. And that we, that we created together. <laughs> yes. But the guys need to put their romantic britches on and, you know, cause some guys just think let's leave the TV on. Let's leave all the lamps on. <laughs> just hop in the bed. <laughs> So our list is much different from that little setup. Yeah. A woman needs ambiance. Yes. She needs, yeah. The Music. whole thing of a light being in your face. Oh, or that's the, like gynecologist stuff. Right. You don't want a light in your face. No. You halogens. don't want the ceiling fan on high. No. Nope. It's going to dry you out It'll down dry there. dry you out. You don't want the television on no, at all. I don't need to watch the news. No. Not visually or auditorily. Yeah. No sound, no lights. Uh, if you want to have a lamp. By the bedside or a candle. Candle or, and right. some music. 
Yeah. Or some twinkly lights on in the room or something. Yeah. So set the stage. Set it. Set it, guys. And set the thermostat up. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I I actually read that it is biologically impossible for a woman to have an orgasm when her feet are cold. Really? Uh Uh-huh. So one of my favorite Or sweating. That's not good either. You got yeah, it on eighty five in your house, dude. No, it, no, not, not 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 eighty five, but definitely above sixty eight. Yeah, 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 right at sixty nine. Um, one of the things that I recommend that women check out is I want to say that I saw these at Fabletics, but they are mm-hmm. knee socks that actually go above your thigh. They're actually quite sexy, um, but they keep your feet and legs warm, so that when he's going down on are you, you walking out to see Charlie butt naked with. Fabletic socks on is what you're telling us. Um, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you that those Fabletic socks with a cute nighty or a schoolgirl costume or one of his button-up shirts. Oxford shirts. Yep. Okay. I'm I'm telling you, they are sexy. They. I, I, I don't know we're, why we're not talking about football socks <laughs> like you had in elementary school. Oh White gosh. socks with red stripes. Yes, or anything. that's what I'm picturing. No, no, they're black. And they're warm. They look like thigh highs. They look like thigh highs. Exactly. They look like thigh highs, but they keep warm. Yep, yep, yep. So anyway, warm up the room, guys. Number two. Oh, boy. It's really (laughs) going to help her mentally. (laughs) If you put something down on the mattress to protect the sheets, because I promise you, she is going to be so distracted by her juices getting all over Jack the your mattress up and the mattress and all that stuff. So either have a waterproof mattress pad or um, put down a waterproof crib sheet, or I really love the naked bed sheet. Oh, that um, thing feels like that velvet. That is amazing. That mm-hmm. is a special slip and slide for your mattress that is <laughs> made, that is made by a mattress manufacturer uh, that is totally waterproof. So it's just all kinds, you can have all kinds of wet fun on your bed and never mess <laughs> up your bed. But I promise you, she is going to be distracted if she's worried about the, where the juices are going to flow. Mm-hmm. So just take that anxiety out of her mind. Um, I have also heard of couples doing sheet lasagna. And what that means is they put a waterproof pad on their mattress and then a top sheet, but then uh, another uh, like waterproof pad and then mm-hmm. another sheet so that no, I know it sounds like overkill, but it, it, there's a method to the madness. The thing about it is, is when you're done, you can just take that top layer off mm-hmm. and not have to go fish a fresh set of sheets oh. out of the linen closet and remake the bed before you yeah. go to sleep. Cause you know, you're kind of spent the last thing you, you want to do exactly hunt for sheets. So this and all just that. allows you to peel a layer off, toss it in the corner and go right to sleep. I shouldn't have knocked that before I heard what you had to say. I know. See, I give me some shut. credit. <laughs> no, <laughs> this don't is do not that. your don't keep first your radio. <laughs> <laughs> so Michelle, I know that everyone is just like sitting on the edge of their seat, waiting with bated breath <laughs> with these next tips that we're going to share with them. However, dot, 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 we are running short of time. So, so that means we need a second part and exactly. a third and maybe a fourth. We are going to create the cliffhanger right here and uh, promise to be back next week with part two of this conversation where we are going to go even deeper into 
illiteracy issues in marriage. Don't so. miss it. Same bat time, same bat channel, <laughs> right here on Sexual Confidence on Tap with Shannon Etheridge and friends. And by the way, if you want to become one of our friends and pitch out an idea for a show or pose a question that we can chew on, then email us at ontap at shannonetheridge.com. Or you can also dial 321-30-ON-TAP and leave us up to a four-minute voicemail message about whatever you want to share. So thanks so much for tuning into this episode. As always, we love you for listening. And we thank you for tapping on us. <laughs>